This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Who put 50p in Cheryl? My name's Keen. Stop bitching. Here comes twitching. I'm Aaron. <laughs> and you're listening to Sissy That Pod. We are back for RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 5. And we have a new co-host on board. Thank you for joining me, Aaron. I'm so excited to be here. Literally be here. Be in here, Ireland. In person. We can actually touch... We Put yourself through the screen. We shouldn't. <laughs> There's still COVID. COVID's back. <laughs> yeah, we are backstage before we're about to do our live show here in Dublin in the Burdard Shaw. Um, just putting our finishing touches on things. It's very backstage. There are a dozen chairs, but I've chosen to squat for the microphone. I don't know why I thought that. There's a disco ball. We're on a table balanced on two barrels. There's a coat rack full of hangers with no clothes on it. It's a very glamorous closet. This is this is the sort of thing you would <laughs> come out of. this was my of. closet, I wouldn't come out <laughs> Um, are you excited for this season? I'm very excited. I'm very excited to be co-hosting. And because I would be watching it on my own now because I'm single again. So this, I feel like, is my chance to actually talk about it. This is this is my um, version of a water cooler. You know, like yes. back in the day, you'd go into school or your office and you'd be like, who shot Phil Mitchell? This is my chance <laughs> to Mitchell. find out who shot. Yeah. Who did shoot Phil Mitchell? I don't know. Is They'll it, reference it for God. They love referencing EastEnders. I think they've got they, they've got to do it once an episode for the BBC. Is to the keep same person it. who shot Roger Rabbit and Jay Orr? Maybe, maybe that's the conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. If you go too deep down that rabbit hole, right that's just top. in there with anti-vax. Okay, so the rest of the audio you're going to hear from the episode was recorded in our live show. Um, so enjoy that, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. Okay, are we ready? <laughs> right, let's go. How do, what do we think of the first episode? Can I get a, an oral sound of your impression? Yeah! Okay. Yeah, we like it. It's a good cast, right? Uh, do we have any early favourites? Want to shout them out? Ginger. Ginger over here. Alexis. I feel like I'm doing an auction. <laughs> I'll raise you a Kate Butch. <laughs> uh, anyone? Ale- sold to Alexis in the back. There we go. Oh, have you? It's not on. Hold on. That's why. I thought it was just an English Irish thing where we were like, oh, it's <laughs> the English guy have to travel over on a ferry for, so for seven long. fucking hours in a storm, uh, then make him sit at the back and then just turn his mic off for an hour. <laughs> okay, let's go through the queens. I think since we. Is there anyone else here who's English? No, good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, I'm one is Tavonian. I'm Tavonian. Uh, so I thought. Since we have uh, a British person here, you can give us some uh, geographical context where these queens are from. Yes. But, like, not too much. Like, one word. <laughs> I <laughs> one know all fine. of these places. One word's fine, right? Yeah. So first into the workroom was uh, Tamara Thomas, who is 25, from Hartlepool. Could you describe Hartlepool in one word? Shit. <laughs> no, I have gigged in Hartlepool, and um, uh, I nearly lost an eye. Um, but, yeah, it's... Oh, no, it's rough. I don't cool. think there was a stage. Uh, <laughs> did you like Tamara? Um, yes. Is she the one? So I, I might be being really dumb and maybe... Is she not that one that was on X Factor years ago that was in that duo and she cooked him the raw chicken and then they had the fight and then they got through to the finals? Maybe. Is no one else seeing it? Like, Google it when you get... I was watching the whole episode being like, am I being gaslit? Is this not the guy... I know that's not what gaslighting is, Can anyone is, confirm that? Is it just me? Is she... Okay, that well, we don't know. That ferry was really yeah. long. I don't know. <laughs> I think she... If not, she looks a lot like that. I mean, I think she's... Re- like, I think she comes across... I can see why she's the first one into the room, right? She's such a personality queen. You don't know what's going to come out of her mouth. She's like a trained dancer. She's chatty in the talking head like I think she's she gonna seems do well. really nice I'm worried she's already had a lot of surgery I don't know how much more surgery she could have for all stars that's my worry <laughs> when you come back with a new face like I don't know who would she be <laughs> I'd almost not recognize her from X Factor <laughs> <laughs> okay second into the workroom is Banksy who's from Manchester which I guess we're a bit more familiar with but born in Wigan do you want to give us one word for Wigan I don't fucking know. Ma- Manchester's a metropolis, though. Okay. They have a tram. We have a tram. Does that make us? Does that make Dublin a metropolis? My definition of city is tram. 
HS who? Uh, <laughs> what did you think of Banksy? Banksy was funny. I liked um, the smell me line as she came in because I always think drag queens smell. But because um, <laughs> it's a lot of work. But wasn't she skinny? She was very tall, very yeah, thin. Yeah, I think she said in drag she is seven they, foot. Sorry, as well. I think they identified as non-binary early on. Yeah. So just gendered them But I think there. it's they, they out of drag, she in drag. I think we're okay. I looked up the pronouns before oh, I said Oh, well we're done okay. you. I didn't because my pronouns are he, him, hun, if anyone's <laughs> wondering. Um, yeah, they, they, they might have drag she, her in drag. Okay, we're, great. We're okay. I will try okay. and use they the whole way. Um, correct me. Sure. So yeah, uh, they, yeah, they're seven foot in drag. Parents, I so really like the line, my gender non-conforming parental figure. Yeah. <laughs> I would love gender to gorgeous. see that fall into the narrative, like generally in life. Like that was... That was gold. But imagine it's like, oh, where are you going for Christmas? Oh, just to my gender non-performing parental figures for dinner. Like, oh it's God. such a mouthful. Some people don't have gender non-conforming parental <laughs> figures. Like, it would just be nice to... <laughs> who knows? Who knows where we come from? I got kind of tea and coffee vibes off her, though. Kind of like tall what, and slim. What, ratchet? Unfinished? Charismatic? She'll be better on Instagram. <laughs> Okay, you said that, not me. And uh, Naomi <laughs> Carter is in next. She's 23. She's from Doncaster. Oh, Beyonce performed in Doncaster, and I was like, have the gays not suffered enough? Um, actually, <laughs> no. Oh, I've no. Never, I think I've... I've Jersey Donny, she way. called it. Yeah, well, yeah. Is she the one that moved to Hull? I mean, fuck me. When you're moving to Hull, that's when you know where you're from is bad. Okay. <laughs> so she said in the Meet the Queens that she can... Bend her leg underneath her nip. You are a flexible queen. Do you want to try, like, recreate that for us? In these trousers? Yeah. I mean, the listeners at home don't know they're made of pleather because we shop at Ace. But surely if you, like, uh, so I used to be in a circus, so I should be flexible. But surely if you just bend your knee to your nip, like, that's my nipple, right? Yeah, I mean, is that impressive? Well, the audience didn't give a shit. But, like, if she's lip syncing, is she just going to stand there and do that to murder on the dance floor for two minutes? I actually quite like that flamingo, one leg up in the air. And actually, we've never seen a queen lip sync with just one leg. (laughs) That's true. And they're always looking for an angle. So I think the one leg limbo. (laughs) I would like to see her do that, and then the locomotion comes on. (laughs) Which which is the one where, no, what's the limbo? Yeah, we have to go under. I'd like to see that one. One legged limboing. I mean, I'm there. I'm there for that. Uh, she seems like one to watch, Miss Naomi Carter. She yeah. has the look. She seems to be a really good personality. Well, she really had me, and I was like, she's my fave until Caramel came in, and I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> there's a fight to be Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think Naomi's going to win that. No. Did we like Naomi? Okay. All right, lukewarm towards Naomi. Uh, Michael Maruli was next in. She is the Canary Islands queen. She is from Newcastle. I kind of get like Geordie Shore meets Drag Race UK. I think it's going to be exciting. Yeah. I actually didn't know Newcastle had a shore, um, but they do. My brother lives in Newcastle, and I really like it. And uh, when I moved up north, I thought, will I live near there? But then I thought, no, he has children. Um, So (laughs) slightly further away so I can just visit. Um, It's nice that we've got older people. So we've got Michael and we've got Vicky that are sort of long-term, and we'll talk about that in a bit. But it was was nice to see that, although Michael in his confessionals does look a bit like an extra from Benidorm. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how intentional that is, but I love it as a look. Like, yeah. Uh, They really impressed me in the Meet the Queens. They impressed me less today, but I think they're more more of an all-rounder. So I'm, I'm interested to see what they show us. Yeah. We'll no. talk about it as we uh, go <laughs> Kate Butch. Fans of Kate Butch? <laughs> so Kate Butch is from Buxton. Do we have a word for Buxton? Bux- tarmac. Um, <laughs> I used to work for a company called Tarmac. Can you, be- can you imagine what they do? That was the name of the company. Um, <laughs> actually, Tarmac is a brand, not a product. Did oh. you know? Like, this is a podcast for learning. Um, and that even though Buxton is beautiful and it's where water comes from, it's also the home of tarmac. And not enough people... So what do you mean it's where water like comes from? Yeah, Buxton water. Do you have Buxton water in no. this country? Do you have water in this country? Well, we're an island. We don't need to import our water. <laughs> Buxton water is a brand of water that you get, like Evian. It's oh, like, like the Evian of Yorkshire. Okay. I don't know if it's in Yorkshire. I don't know where it is. But it's, it is actually beautiful. And I've been there. Okay. And you can actually just go to the streams and fill up your... Your Lululemon mug or whatever you use. 
Um, and it's beautiful water. Well, probably not anymore because in our country we now pollute rivers. That's true. And it's yes. probably a, a shithole. But there isn't a political podcast. Ten years ago, yeah, it would have been lovely. Uh, I think she's my favourite so far. But she had a weird edit at the beginning. Like she'd tell a joke and then they'd play that tumbleweed sound effect. That surprised me. I think that's me. just what the campy queens get. Oh. Like in the Wreath of Queens, she said she's a triple threat. She can sing and dance as she brought a knife, which I think is a fun joke. <laughs> and she said she's incredibly competitive. She once punched somebody in the face during Kerplunk. She's an everyman. Um, <laughs> no, she, and she actually is a stand-up comedian. So she does... I've, I've seen her on the circuit. She does do, like... I nearly said normal gigs. That's not the right... <laughs> I shouldn't drink before this podcast. Um... <laughs> But she, she'll do, um, like, a stand-up gig and be the only drag queen as well. And some of the others do that as well. So, um, like, yeah, she's a proper... So there's no joke. I enjoyed in the talking head she just gave us, like, a knitted jumper. She was like, I don't want to try and be fancy. And sp- I'm just going to be normal old nerdy boy in a nerdy jumper. Oh, yeah, she's like, an absolute bookworm. You can imagine, like, <laughs> she reads. And when <laughs> I... Cause the only that is a prerequisite to be a bookworm. <laughs> The only book I read is Twitter. And <laughs> <laughs> but I reckon hers are made of paper. Uh, Caramel is in, in next from that London, entrance. a.k.a. Atlanta. Um, she really made her marketing when she walked in. I think she was the first one that kind of like wowed us. She practiced that. Like she walked in like it was Beyonce's Run the World music video. Yeah, Xeno Warrior Princess. She banged that staff down and yeah. she marked her territory. And Naomi Carter's face knew it as well. She was. That's what I love when they walk in is seeing the other uh, drag queens' faces because they're probably learning for the first time, aren't they? Who's coming on? Yeah. And there's that mixture of awe and fear and jealousy. Like I am not very good at seeing other gay comedians succeed. Um, <laughs> No, I know this sounds bad, but like every time there's like a reveal of like, oh, there's going to be a comedian exposed as like a sex offender, I'm always like, please be a gay, please be a gay. Just just to make room at the top for me. (laughs) And I think that's what their faces were doing. You were grimacing whenever Alan Carr told a good joke to me. Every time he told a joke, you were like, I should be there. And he just touches a couple. Um, (laughs) That was terrible. I don't wish that. You'll get me in trouble. Uh, we'll, we'll, Caramel, cut that. we'll cut that in the real edit. <laughs> Caramel, though, incredibly impressive. Are we, I... Were we fans of Caramel here? Yeah. Okay. More into Caramel than we are into Michael and Naomi. Well, I, I, I do like all of them, but I think Caramel is strong. She's got, from the instant she's walked in, she's got this confidence that seems unshakable. So, like, moving along in the episode a bit already, but the way Alexis's confidence was able to be shook by, like, someone else talking about her being in the bottom when yeah. actually she was in the top, I don't think you could do that to Caramel. No. And, it, you, you know, when you see someone with that sort of confidence, you think, where the fuck do you get that from? Like, she's good, but, like, she's probably not that much better <laughs> than the others, but she brings, like, an extra 20% by just thinking got this like yeah. i've got this i imagine she probably walks into a toilet cubicle in that same way like i fucking own 80 percent i've got business of this to business. do and it's getting done she just yeah i'd love a strut like uh, that so next up is ginger also though with caramel didn't she say that her and one of the other ones they lived together i think it was the one that i think is from x factor uh tamara yeah they didn't they say they lived together Oh, I was too busy taking notes, I'm sorry. And they didn't know that each other was coming on. Like, imagine keeping that. A se- I can't keep anything a fucking secret. Imagine. They just Maybe they just pretend it. Also, I'm worried about their house being empty. Because <laughs> <laughs> the two of them are on the... Who's empty in the fridge? Are the pipes going to freeze over? I mean, all that mail will be building up the bills. Who's... <laughs> They haven't thought this through. And while they're on there, we could go rob it. We it's all <laughs> uh, Ginger Johnson is on next. She's from County Durham. Any, any shout out for Durham? It's all very up north, isn't it? It's yeah. all very out the M25. I mean, all of them live in London, guaranteed. Okay. But they've gone, tell us where you're really from. It's this very, who was doing the interviews for Suella Braverman? Where are you really from? <laughs> <laughs> She, uh, I love when she walked in and said, that toilet's blocked. Yeah, yeah, because we've all done that gig. Um, (laughs) No, she had me dying laughing. Um, I'm already an instant fan of hers. And also, 
I don't know whether it's because she's funny, but I also slightly fancied her. It might just have been the hat, but because she I mean, she was cute in the jumper and the gla- maybe, I mean, yeah. yeah no. I don't know. It's something about being dressed like a fisherman, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, whatever you're having. So at this, so either before Ginger or after Ginger, I feel the mysterious eleventh queen entered because oh, there yeah. was. So did you not spend I the whole? Did you? <laughs> How Honestly, many people? I am such a good audience member for this show because I'm so like, she said something funny. Look at her shoe that I completely forgot. There's a sex offender. Did anyone else here spend the whole episode Honestly. looking at camera angles? Yeah, me too. I, I could barely watch the lip sync. Is I was that trying what to find you were gossiping about? Yeah. I, I forgot again. I, I and even though I half heard what you lot said, I thought, oh, if they cut something, I bet Rue's not really there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so there was a whole other queen. So there was wide shots of the table up till that point, and then I know for sure before around Dee Dee Licious coming in, the wide shots ended. So I think that's when she entered. So I'm pretty sure. I mean, we saw that episode. There was lots of. So they're not tight even going to introduce them. No, because they. I don't know how I feel about that now. Because let's own our shit. Do you know what I mean? Like when something goes wrong, let's own it. Like so I'm apparently they gave her this deal, which is like if you leave, we won't say anything about it. Which I don't think is that ethical, but that's a- apparently what they told, they said. I mean, we don't know enough about no. it to make a like extreme judgment, I guess. But a part of me does feel like there's so much of this that goes on in these industries. I mean, there's been two in the last three years, is it, in Drag Race alone. Mm. There was an expose on Russell Brand uh, a week ago for us. This will come out tomorrow, actually, so it's a week yep. ago anyway. Um, a week ago in the comedy industry, and before that documentary came out, there was enough of us in the commissary naming names that you know you could fill up a week's worth of scheduling. So we know that this goes on. So there's a part of, and I don't know whether it is RuPaul Drag Race's responsibility to open that and own it, but there's a part of me that goes, do you do do you be open with that? Do you do you bring that out and then do you make it a thing so that it's not we're not hiding these things, we're not pushing them under because they do. Need to I be don't know, like about. unnecessary attention on a case like might be detrimental to the victim. I don't yeah, know. It's difficult I guess you to don't, know. It's yeah, very difficult don't know territory. enough, but yeah, I do, I do wonder. But we need to keep this light and fluffy, so we'll move on to... Was that not light and fluffy? Dee Delicious. Dee Delicious is from Kent. She is 20, so very young. Parts of her are 20. She's uh, Crystal Versace's <laughs> drag sister. And in the Meet the Queens, I don't know if you've seen it, but basically, I think this is trademark, I'm going to be out early, because she said, oh, I'm a real overthinker. I get really competitive and jealous, which I feel is like somebody laying in the territory pretty early to be like, oh yeah, I left early. Uh, I'm surprised she didn't go home in this episode. I think she only didn't go home because no one went home. Um, but actually, like, I think, she, I think she's quite nice. Like, I like her in the talking head. She's a good confessional. She had some good looks. Um, I've forgotten how she came in. <laughs> no, the one she so came she in was, been good. Was, was like a blue and gold... Oh, uh, yeah. It was quite nice. Do you know what? She looks different in every look. Like, I don't recognise her face every turn. Yeah. I don't know her face yet. Yeah, that's fair. Um, did we like Dee Delicious? No. No. But then I think part of that's her, at- her attitude. <laughs> like, I think that episode edited her into a slightly bad attitude, didn't it? Which probably means she's going home next week. Yeah. I- I'd say she's not long for the show. Let's just put it that way. Um... Vicky Oof. Vivacious <laughs> is next. She was the. She's your fave. She's your my Cornish fave, rival. Yeah. Do, I, do you know what? I hate people from Cornwall. I don't know why I've suddenly decided <laughs> I love. I love this. One. I've always been really actively anti-Cornish, and then I've realised that's racism, just in a different form. Yeah. So I'm now that I'm <laughs> no borders. Yeah, I'm very behind. I'm very behind. Oh, wh- do Devon and Cornwall have rivalry, is that it? Well, they do have rivalry. Well, she came in with a pasty, and actually, pasty's a Devonian, but, mm. well, there's a rivalry back and forth, and we have this, exactly, mm. we have this whole thing of what goes first on a cream tea, cream or jam, but I know you guys just smother butter and get on with it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so there is a lot of rivalry, but I, I like it. I like the way she said, what did she, someone asked her what her pasty would taste of, and it made me think, oh, what would my pasty taste of? Meat and potato. But okay. uh, <laughs> what would your pasty taste of? Oh, like custard or something like that. Like Custard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> it 
it's nice the though that she said, I like the way she said, I'm the only queen to come out of Cornwall. And I thought, you're the only anything to come out of Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> what else has come out of Cornwall? Just stone and misery. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing your best, Ricky. You're doing everything <laughs> for them. The last queen to enter in is Alexis St. Pete, who gave us like a reworked version of Theresa May's don't hate me because I'm beautiful, hate me because I'm an immigrant. Yeah. First I steal your jobs, now I'll steal the crown. I mean, not I as mean, good, but still fun. It's still fun. It was a good joke the first yeah. time. It's a good joke the second time. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I, I think she's... I think she has a really good look, but I think she, her personality is still quite shy. I don't really feel like I know her yet. One thing I will say about her is, so she's, um, she's a Polish contestant, and I think one thing we always have to think, I'm not sure whether she's told us yet like how soon she came over here, but a lot of Polish people come over to England and they don't speak English when they come over here, and they learn it while they're here, while they're working in careers. That's incredible. So the chances that she is translating in her head while she's on this show, and she's still managing to be as quick as the other queens, and still managing to keep up, I think makes it doubly impressive. Yeah. So Did she say she was here since she was twelve? Did I remember that? Yeah. So that's a whole like that's a whole language. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you. So that 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 is a lot. But she's twelve. She came over. How old is she now? Fourteen. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> very, yeah. Very young. Um, I was surprised she was the last one in. Like I I don't know. Did you feel like she had the biggest impact walking into the workroom? Do you feel like she was the biggest competitor? I don't know. Is that how they do Normally it? Normally, the biggest competitor walks in last. Oh, no, well, it should have been Caramel. Then. Yeah, I would have thought so. So I was surprised she was the last one in, but I guess we'll see. Uh, the mini challenge was very good. The mini challenge when they had all of the Queen's yeah. royalties we had come Pan out. You were like a queen from um, more or less every, you know, each queen was from a different country. You had Pangina, you had Nikki, you had Silky, you had Blue, you had Lady Camden, who I guess is also British. I mean, Sminty Drop was lucky to get the invite. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, she's a great queen. But I don't think Sminty these got... These queens have been on three seasons and Sminty Drop was in three episodes. I, I don't think Sminty Drop got the invite. I think that hat did because it was incredible. Yeah. And, she, and then she's like, I'm oh, sorry, Sminty comes with the hat. And I was like, let her in, let her in, let her in. Um, I love that, though. I like the way that you had all the sort of, like, accomplished queens on one side and then the new queens on the other side. It was very much giving me sugar babes versus girls allowed yes, walk this way. <laughs> I was waiting for a Mel to throw a vase. I was waiting for Nadine to ask for royalties. It was... <laughs> I thought they were going to do like a dance off, but they didn't, which is very disappointing. They brought in the brick crew as well and then didn't do anything with them. They brought in these like disco balls. And one of them, I said to you, looked like Joe Swash. Yeah. yeah. Do you see the ginger haired guy? It looked like Joe Swash. It was new brick crew, wasn't it? I think. I didn't recognize well, them. Uh, yeah, because we barely saw them. They I'll were be porn hubbing later. Um, <laughs> who, who? That didn't go down well. Um, <laughs> who, who was your favorite in the mini challenge? It was my favourite in the mini challenge. I actually did like Alexis St. Pete because I like the way that everything is going wrong for her, but she pretends that that was meant to happen. Like, yeah. when she nearly danced off the stage and she was like, yeah, ofs. Like, <laughs> I like that level of ownership. Like, and I've seen her live and that's what she was like. Like, she fucked up a few times and she was like, no, no, no. I wanted to not get up. <laughs> like, yeah. Perfect I like is that. boring. Just own all the shit. Like, that was good. There were some incredible dances there. I thought Tamara was really... Like, she went out the gate really strong. The splits lying down... On, like, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, split sideways, chest touching the floor. Yeah. I think she worked it really well. The thing is, with a challenge like that, it must be really hard, especially... Because who went up first? Because I think they were... I think Tamara really was first. And they danced really well. Yeah. And it's like... And when someone's gone on and danced really well and you're like a camp comedy queen, <laughs> what the fuck do you do? Like, <laughs> I mean, Kate Bush, Bo Kate Bush shows you what to do when she like tap danced out there. And I quite like that she came out, it was like club theme and she came out in like a little 80s leotard. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, this is how I went to the club. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a, you can see like the branding and the theme there, can't you? You can see like, this follow through. 100%. And even... Ginger being out there doing the roly-poly. Like, I think they were like, if I can't dance, I'm just going to really not dance to, like, lean into the brand, I assume. I mean, if you can't dance, if you can't dance, if you can't dance to this, you can't do nothing for me, baby. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my favourite line for the mini challenge. 
was when Nikki Doll said that Vicky Vivacious looked like the mixture of the daughter of Bianca Del Rio and the doll from Saw. Yeah, it was pretty accurate. I mean, yeah, can't argue with that. I mean, there were some... It, it, what I, so I, what we've skipped past is that the first challenge was the walk-in, yes. and they were in their looks already. I really, really liked that because drag is so bloody expensive, and they're expected to bring so many looks, and I don't really care about seeing four looks an episode because that's quite exhausting for me. Yeah. Like, I get very tired very easily, and I need a lot of breaks. So <laughs> for them to expect me to watch... 40 outfits is a lot. So then walking in in one, I think, is it was, a fu- was given there's a cost of living crisis. I mean, I've travelled many hours to get... I'm sucking dick for diesel. It's <laughs> I thought it was good that they let them be efficient with, the, with their looks. I thought that was good. It, is, it is fun. They did something similar in Canada season three where they basically said, what you're wearing now, you need to re-sew that into another look and walk the runway. That would have been more fun. That was, I did remember that one. I would quite like it if they said, what you're wearing now is what you'll wear all season. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you picked a material that lasts. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting, all right. Um, no, some of the, what I will say about some of the dancers, I watched Caramel and I thought, God, you're so good, but your dancing is going to be so exhausting because it's so gymnastic and like if she was in the lip sync tonight, mm-hmm. like if she is in a, I don't think she will be, but if she was in a lot of lip syncs, I think it's going to be like, oh my God. Like, it's gonna you be run out of moves after a certain amount of time, right? Like you can't do I don't think much. she will. No? I think she'll be inventing moves. I think she'll be like taking her head off, kicking it in the air and then <laughs> splitting on top of it, going straight up her bum and then popping out the top. Was there anyone else in the mini challenge you thought deserved a shout out? No. No, they were the main ones, I think. I think we've got everything covered there. Well, we had the wig, the wig moment. We had the wig moment, yeah. Which I thought was good. It's nice to see Dee Dee representing the fuller foreheaded queens. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've all, we've all looked in the mirror and thought, is that going backwards? Uh, <laughs> and I liked seeing that represented. I, d- I don't know. I don't think you can be judged for that. Like, I know, like, oh, I just suppose it's part of drag, isn't it? Being able to, like, keep a wig on, but, like, fucking glue fails. Yeah, I mean, accidents yeah, happen. I don't, like, I'm understanding. I feel they made a bigger deal out of it than I needed to be made. And then maybe that speaks to her personality a bit in that she, you know, she is going to worry about these things and it will be interesting to see as things go on, like yeah. when things go wrong, how much she focuses on it. Because she said a really beautiful line, actually, where she said... If I keep thinking about that and I keep talking about that, I keep focusing on that, she said it a lot quicker than I did, but um, <laughs> then that'll, that'll undo me. And it was, it, I enjoyed seeing that sort of like mental Vulnerability. working through how you maintain that sort of confidence. I mean, it did end up knocking her confidence, but you know, yeah. she said the right things. Uh, yeah, so again, she talks about that in the mirror moment and then sh- they ask her who she thinks she'll be in the bottom two with. She says, Alexis... And they all, <gasps> as if they didn't just ask her and she answered the question. <laughs> How could she say that? I mean, you asked her oh the question. <laughs> I mean, reality star and reality TV shocker. <laughs> but who was surprised? Uh, from an audience, give me a cheer if you were surprised when she said Alexis. So not, many, so not many people were surprised. Okay. It, it, it yeah. did seem sort of expected. I was glad to see Alexis in the top, but... You could see how Drag Race would put that in the bottom, because the, some of the, the two that. looks that we'd seen at that point were similar-ish. Yeah, and she'd had the the breastplate issue. She needed to dance off stage, I guess. I enjoyed all of that, but you, I can see how sometimes that ends mm. up in the bottom with Drag Race. Yeah, but some people, yeah, I think she just was caught off guard, I guess, or maybe Alexis was feeling it, was hoping she got away with it, and then that was an acknowledgement of her failure, and she didn't take it well, and. Yeah, I know. I wasn't really, like... It, yeah, it was drama for the sake of drama, really, wasn't it? But I suppose that's... I mean, why do we watch that's what Drag, drag Race, Race is for? not that's drama drag for the sake for. of drama. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't watch it to see everyone get on all the fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love seeing people get on, but not everyone. I liked Alexa saying she was a boxer and that that was going to help because yeah. I do yeah. boxer size and I think I could take <laughs> any one of them as long as the right song is playing. Yeah. <laughs> Exercise is very choreographed. <laughs> so then we're on to the runway. And what I did enjoy is when they played the runway theme, we got to watch everyone here kind of dance in their seat. 
I was <laughs> like, oh, they're giving us the show before we give them the show. It's fun. Everyone just sort of like wiggled in their seat. I kind of quite enjoyed it. Uh, the guest judge was Kristen McManamy. Never heard of her, loved her. Give me a cheer if you'd heard of Kristen McMacaroni. No. Give me a cheer if you will now follow everything she does ever in her life. Yeah. <laughs> She's amazing. Oh my God. Honestly, Could she be on every week? She was a joy. The line of the season is going to be, I remember you when you were nothing. <laughs> Gorgeous. I'm going to say that to every one of my friends at every brunch. <laughs> like, I can't. I just, I got, she was such an icon. I loved her. Imagine saying that in like a best man or like a bridesmaid speech. Oh. I remember you when you were nothing. Oh. Crying in your play school floor. I want it said at my funeral. Like, I just, <laughs> I remember him when he was nothing. It was yesterday. Like, <laughs> just, well, she was great. Whoever she, was she great. is. Whoever she is, we love her. A supermodel, he called her, so... Yeah, room Maybe. served an actual look as well for the first episode. She looked like one of those fat bugs you give to people to stop them getting diabetes. <laughs> it, was, it was beautiful. I loved it. They Did know. we like Rue's look? No. Okay, not fan. I didn't mind the big gold bows. It was, a, it was a bit over the top, but I didn't hate it. I mean, by this point, like, how many times has she had to walk down the RuPaul Drag Race runway? Do you think she Let likes it? Do you think no. she enjoys picking out the outfits? No. Do you think she picks them out? Yeah. I thought Raven painted her and someone else just put a dress on her. <laughs> I th that's what I thought. Oh, I thought she chooses. She out of hasn't a rack. got the time. If I was RuPaul, I wouldn't choose anything. I would just glaze through life like <laughs> Kate Butch going down a runway. <laughs> <Yeah>. I would <laughs> no effort into anything anymore. Well, let's talk about the runway. The category was Fierce Impressions. We can, uh, we can try to do sort of gladi gladiator-style thumbs-up, thumbs-out for the audience, whether they liked the looks. Oh, hang uh, on a minute. Fierce Impressions confused me. Did everyone... Fierce First Impressions, was it? No, it was just called Fierce Impressions. Give me a cheer <laughs> if you thought they were going to be impersonating other people. Like, thank you! I thought it was going to be like stars in their eyes. <laughs> Tonight, Rue, I'm going to be Scylla Black. Oh. Speaking of which, the club tickety-boo, why didn't they call it club tickety-roo? Oh, what a wasted opportunity. I, that mean, I'm I can't surprised. sleep with myself as a producer for that show and oh, they never the hire me. Obviously, obviously, the writer's strike must have begun. <laughs> it got them bad. I do actually know one of the writers. I'm going to ask him. Um, uh, yeah, that, that is really missed, actually. Because, yeah, no, like, no, normally what I used to love, like, the first challenge was Queen of Your Hometown. And it was like, a good way to get to know each other. And then they kind of changed it. And they would do, like, my favourite Brit, whatever. And you had, like, Gin, uh, Ginny Lemon doing I Kate you Bush. You say my favourite bread. And it was just Kate Butch <laughs> coming out as a sourdough. Yeah. <laughs> I'd no, like that, right? So, yeah, it would have made sense if they were Im impersonating somebody. Yeah. Um, but but no. I suppose the first episode's always giving you like a flavour of them, isn't it? Yeah. I guess this was just the equivalent of best drag, I suppose. Yeah. Um, okay, so Michael Maruli, thumbs up, thumbs down. Did we like this? Uh, mixed, but mostly mixed. thumbs up, I think. I think. Okay, not too bad. I mean, I, I quite liked it. The sort of iridescent, um, sort of shimmering power suit almost, but like with spikes on the hips, yeah. big like strong shoulders and hips. It I looked like it. one of those, if you've ever seen traffic cops and they throw those things out to stop the cars and they're like, <laughs> drag it, it looked like one of them. Um, I, thought, I thought it was their best look of the night. Yeah, I, I think so. I liked in the, in the club challenge when they were like, I'm like a futuristic pop star. And it's like, I'm pretty sure Lady Gaga wore that 10 years ago. But yeah, futuristic, sure. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was the best part of it. I don't think we saw a lot of. At the end, she turned to the side and she had the slimmest little silhouette. So she was all wide yeah. when you were front on and then she was tiny, slim. So that, actually, I don't think we got to appreciate that dimension of it on camera yeah, as much possibly. as live. No, I quite liked it. Uh, next up was Alexis giving us those Eurovision Polish milkmaids. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Chef's kiss, what like just that, for yeah. the. Re I know she wasn't referencing that, but that's obviously what I yeah, think Poland's what was that like. Song where she's like two I understand women European geography it? from Eurovision. Yeah. Um, did we like Alexis's look? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay, a strong toot from the audience. Did she's you like it? She's consistent. She's been consistent. I think 
I know that they said, oh, you're giving us very Polish vibes. And I was like, maybe because she's Polish. <laughs> but I thought it was consistent. Like, I, un I understand from episode one exactly who she is. And it will be interesting to see who she'll be come episode three, four. So I'm sold. I know the foundation. And now I want to watch more. Yeah, exactly. In the Slavic colours with the cape and the sort of the red inlet. Yeah, I thought... This is, I think this is exactly what you want her for her first look, is to kind of give you that traditional Polish look straight out the gate. I am also we'll obsessed with there. Polish drag as well. There's a night that they do in London called Slab For You, and it took me three times... <laughs> <laughs> took me three times of going to get the pun. But I love it, and it's so funny, and it's so that, and they do, um, they do like, pop songs in Polish, but you really know what they are because they're still the same. So it's like crazy in love, but all Polish. Yeah, in Polish, and it'll be Alexis St. Pete getting stuck on a hoop. That's what I've genuinely seen. But like, it's so good. Like, just nice. a little plug. Okay. I don't know that if I'm allowed. Good. That'll get cut. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Or we'll uh, ask for sponsorship, <laughs> one of the two. Ginger Johnson wore this sort of floral, transparent uh, skirt. I just saw Bette Midler from Hocus Pocus when I saw this. Like, did we like this? Okay. Okay. Mix, mix crowd. Yeah. Did I you like it? Well, it was Barbara Streisand, wasn't it? But I, I'm slightly worried because it got such good reviews that I thought I might be like the entire cast of Love Actually, seeing Martine McCutcheon and thinking she's ugly because. <laughs> I didn't like it. I, well, I didn't dislike it, but I was like... Oh, it wasn't top material It's a frumpy me. dress, I thought. But I guess maybe the material was... Well, once they zoomed in and you saw there were smiley faces on the daisy, I mean, that changed like it everything. Was, it was better when they realised that she made it, but they didn't realise that when they put her at the top, I guess. And that, I suppose that's, it's things like that that don't always come through on Drag Race. There's certain things that don't come through on a show. So she said there, and I'm glad that it was made, like she's made everything for the whole series. Yeah. So that's already in my book. I'm like, well, you get a plus one. Yeah. I mean, shame she made that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's, it wasn't my thing, but they seemed to love it. But of the floral matronly look, I preferred Kate Butcher's. Well... I preferred it because she rollerbladed yeah, it. Yeah, good. <laughs> like, she sold she was it more. Minimal. Yeah. Did we like Kate's look? Yeah. Okay. That was a strong plus. Uh, you know, we got the rolling up that hill pun. Like, oh, I just think, I didn't I just think, think she delivered it more. I know. And I loved it. She was like, <laughs> I loved it. Michelle hated it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. She seems very... No, the line was, I'm giving comedy, so Alan loves it. Michelle hates it. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. You're very yeah. good at writing yeah. these down. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I like, I think you can tell, and you can tell early on, the queens that are plugged into what's working, what's good for them, and what's their brand, and then what isn't. Like, it's like when we saw that switch, when you had Bimini, when she came back, when we had that break in season three, was it? Two. And then she to, oh gosh, it feels like yesterday. <laughs> uh, I'm still watching it. Um, you know, when she came back after that break and she really knew who she was and she was really like dimly, but not like all the way. Yeah. And like sometimes you can see that in people from the beginning. And I think Kate knows exactly who she is and she knows how to press those buttons. And it must be so much easier for the producers and story people to edit and to edit them well. And like maybe some of the other characters haven't quite figured that out yet. Yeah, like Dee Dee Licious, who's up next in this like ruby sequin dress with this like feathered collar slit up the leg. Oh, Angelina Jolie could never with that leg. <laughs> Did we like this? No, this is a strong boot, I feel. Is it? Is it? It was fine. It, it was a boot for me. I mean, it, it, was just, it I wasn't a frumpy old dress is what I was glad I to I know, say. but at least they were nice. Well, they were good quality frumpy old dresses. This was, I don't know, this didn't look good quality to me. Like, that collar was made from cardboard. I mean, I stitched this look together <laughs> on the ferry. I can't judge. <laughs> thank <Yeah>. you, thank <laughs> you. Yours does look better, yeah. <laughs> My fierce impression of Dublin. <laughs> I can't believe I wore this to get served in a straight bar. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I, just, I thought it looked all right. The collar held up. Do you know what? It didn't break. I mean, what a low bar of success. <laughs> the collar held Fair up. Uh, Caramel was up next in this gold tribal goddess look with this long co conical camo dress. Um, this was, for me, did you like it? 
Okay, yeah. lots of thumbs up here. Oh, there's some middles there oh, as well. Oh. Okay. I thought it was I thought it was Vogue. I thought it was fashion, like the the skirt and then the top. What I will say is, every look she wore was gold. Was it tonight? She did say like I love gold, and it oh god, it really suits her. It's it's stunning on her. I thought she looked incredible in everyone. I wonder whether they'll start to say later on, oh, she's limited in how she looks. And I hope not because I think she's found something that really works for her and she's gorgeous. Also, the Americans say caramel weird. Did you notice that? It's all like... Caramel. Ca- caramel. But that's why the pun works, I suppose. It's like Courtney Act doesn't really work for Amer- Americans as a pun because it's like, for Australians, it's like Courtney Act. Yeah. But <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated that you threw yourself at it. Thank then. you. Oh, I can no, I can't. I used to be able to do an Australian accent. Cut that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nothing's getting cut. There's uh, going to be a major edit after this series of me going. Oh, cut that. Yeah, cut. You want to be cut out like the Eleventh Queen was cut out, isn't <laughs> it? This botched job. Uh, no, I thought she did a really great job, Caramel tonight. Uh, Banksy gave us this English flag graffiti. Quite tight dress that she could barely walk in. I liked the idea. Did I love the execution? I don't know. Did we like this? Yeah. Okay, you like. I mean, I should probably ask you your opinion before I bias you with mine, but okay. You yeah, what are you, like a Tory? Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> don't cut that. Um, did, as I as the Englishman, did you like this? Oh, because it was it was an English tribute, wasn't it? It was an English flag. Oh, it wasn't even a British flag. It was There was no blue. Um... I thought it was her strongest look of the night. I didn't think she had the best fashion today. Some of the first two looks were a bit an old doily that you found in a restaurant and strung it on. But that's obviously her style and like really works for them. Her, oh God, I'm going to get confused, aren't I? Sorry. Um, I, I did think it was weak, but that's maybe my fashion. But it was very, I thought it was very like, what's that um, Cruella de Vil film that they had with, was it Emma Stone? Cruella. I think it was, was it called Cruella? Was, Why yeah. didn't I get that from the name? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was, it was very given a bit of that, and that's clearly Banksy style. I think as we, I think we'll learn more about Banksy, and things will start making more sense. I think it's a bit cheddar gorgeous. In the first episode, there's maybe a lot there for you to know who they are. I don't think she's maybe as simple as... Not saying the other queens are simple, but <laughs> I know exactly who Alexis is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I know who Banksy is yet, but I think they've shown me a lot already. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, uh, with a name called Banksy to do a graffiti first look, I mean, it makes sense. You know, it's a yeah. first impression. But I do think they could be gone next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love your drag. See you later next week. Uh, <laughs> Want to know more? Don't think I'll get a chance. But <laughs> so, Vicky Vivacious was next. Did you like this? It was was like, this was the beef eater look How with the big come hips. How every time you come around my London, London <laughs> bridge when I go down? <laughs> okay, I might have to cut this for, for legal, for rights reasons. Uh, <laughs> did you like the beef eater look with the big hips? Okay, I didn't, because I thought it was too costumey. No, I'm fully for it. She gave me an actual impression. Um, okay. <laughs> also, I really don't like to mention it, so I'll probably mention it every episode, but... Um, <laughs> I was actually a finalist in Mr. Gay UK, and I... (laughs) 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 I didn't win because it's fixed. Uh, Don't don't cut that. But um, I did a Beefeater costume as well, so I already feel akin like us Devonians. We've never even been near London. The doors you've opened for drag queens. I thought it was good, and it had dimensions. You know, she wasn't just in a straight Beefeater costume. She gave it, like, fashion and style. I thought it was fun. I mean, when she tied it back to say that she just performed for the Armed Forces, I mean, it made sense. She I said mean, that was a bit of a beg when she just wanted to tell us she was booked and blessed. But, <laughs> no, but she I respected her telling us what her bookings even, were even through in November the Meet the 2022. Queens, she mentioned that. She seemed like that seems to be a big part of her drag career is to perform for them. Yeah, and that makes sense because you know, like when you see, is it who's that Welsh bird that was the blonde one? Catherine, not Charlotte Church, the, the other one. Jenkins, one, Catherine, Catherine Jenkins. Jenkins. She's always going on about singing for the troops. So why shouldn't Vicky Fivacious bang on? And also, that's progress as well, isn't it? Because normally you wouldn't think troops would give a shit about gays and drag queens. Mm-hmm. Like I've done gigs for the troops before, and quite honestly, I didn't know whether they were going to fight me or fuck me, but. <laughs> Either way, I'd be bleeding. <laughs> but <laughs> oh. <laughs> <It's> 
I've got a hemorrhoid a target, if anything. But it's, so it's good. I think it's good to see that, you know, they have drag queens doing that. I think that's a form yeah. of representation that, you know, drag race is always about. And, like, maybe that will think, make some ho, ho, heteros, that's the other ones, isn't it? Um, maybe that will make some of the heteros think, oh. Yeah, I'd have to find out whether any drag queens have performed for the Irish army. That'll be... Do you have an army? Good I you. know. <laughs> do we not share That's a different army? conversation. We, 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 we do some PC keeping things here and there. Right. Like, if anyone invaded us... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Uh, Kate was next. I guess we already discussed her. Naomi gave us Diana Ross with a red sequin dress and a blue coat. Did we like this? They, they didn't match. They were, it looked like she had, had both of them already and she just wore them together because she knows Rue loves Diana Ross. I kind of liked her, Diana Hilarious Ross Matthews. It was... Yeah. <laughs> I kind of liked it. It was all right. The hair was good. It was all right. Nothing better. Well, no, what's thrown... The reason why I'm paused is because you've thrown me with it. It didn't match. It didn't... And I didn't know red and blue didn't match. <laughs> red, white and blue. I thought they did match. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, they didn't look like they were belonged to the same costume. Maybe. I mean, I thought she looked like Diana Ross. Another impression, so I thought... Okay, yeah, you were impressed. Fair I enough. wouldn't be surprised if some of the queens had thought what I thought that you... And what some, a lot of the audience thought as yeah. well, that, like, you had to do an impression. Yeah, and maybe. I think she thought she was going as Diana Ross. And she was like, well, I've got to bloody use it now. And Vicky thought, I'm going as Fergie, going as London Bridge. <laughs> And so yeah. some of them were confused yeah, and then had so. to figure it out in the workroom. And then Tamara got poor Tamara with her broken wing. I mean, but I like thought that was very British as well because how many times have you been driving down an A road and you've seen a dead pigeon? <laughs> and that is exactly what those wings look like. So I thought she served there. That was the impression she was giving, dead yeah. pigeon. She did say she's from Hull. So, <laughs> <laughs> I did think, because it's, like, I actually really like the look. And, like, you could say that that sort of, like, winged goddess angel type thing is a bit hack, and, like, you've seen it before. But, like, I like, I, th I thought it looked good. I thought it really suited her. I like the gold and the white. Like, I thought yeah, she I looked nice. Look good. Yeah, no, it, I think they were good quality wings to look at, but obviously, like, when she turned around, it was tragic. I didn't really notice, but <laughs> I, know, I was don't know. Like I felt bad for her though. That's like I was already plotting Alan Carr's demise. But yeah. <laughs> I, I, I suppose I don't know how sympathetic are we about when things go wrong? Because like, what are we praising? Like their style and their idea? Because that was fine. That was there, and that something goes wrong in the execution, like. Things go wrong, don't they? Yeah, but it, it went it, wrong it for ruined. Guy Fawkes. It doesn't mean his idea wasn't good. It ruins. <laughs> it ruins the <laughs> illusion. It does. They are men. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them. <laughs> yeah, bar caramel. Um, so the tops. This was the, the old gag now, right? So when they were told they were safe, and then the tops then ended up being. Well, that surprised me actually. Was anyone else surprised when they, when they said you're safe? Give me a cheer if you yeah. were. Yeah, quite a few. Uh, yeah, so Michael, Alexis, Ginger, Caramel, and Vicky were in the top. Did we agree with that? Anyone you would have put in the top that wasn't in the top? I agree. I, agree. I would have put Kate in the top and kicked Ginger into the bottom. And I personally didn't like the beef eater and would have, wouldn't have put Vicky there and maybe would have put... Naomi? Well, I didn't like Diana Ross. I don't know. Maybe just get rid of Vicky from the top, personally. Yeah, I mean, you don't want any tops, basically. You want no, I just don't want <laughs> the dodgy beef They're eater. They're all fine! <laughs> um, yeah, I, don't know, I was surprised by them being the tops. It's an interesting twist, isn't it? Like, oh, we're not going to send anyone home. And I, reading the room, I did feel like that was a good twist at first. And you think, oh, great, we're going to get to know people. But I did feel the energy in the room completely die as no one really gave a shit as the lip sync came. <laughs> Especially it's the dragging out of, you know, when you've, you've got the three queens, we've, narr we've narrowed it down one by one at who goes. And when we came to the final three, I could feel in the room, we were all like, great, someone yeah. won. 
it's, it's a bit, when you do that, it's such a, and I think that's just something that you have, which is a challenge always when you're trying to like um, praise and progress queens is like, how do you make that bit when someone's going to win exciting, mm. especially when all they're going to win is a badge? I know. <laughs> and that it's, I, I can't get my head around that anymore. Like they said they can't get out money in the BBC. Absolute lie. Was, I watch the traitors. Yeah, and also like, can we talk about what the prize is this time? Because they did say you're going to have a series produced by someone hilarious or something. This is something odd, like or by someone that's great. And yeah. it's not, didn't it used to be you're going to go to America and make a series? Yeah. So now they don't even get the flight. I mean, have we seen Crystal Versace's series? Have we seen Danny no. Beard's? Series? I do remember the Vivian's one, and now I'm going to guess oh, that, that Danny. I'm going to guess that Danny Beard's one is the after show, yeah. which I think is very clever. Mean, is that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, that's probably the smartest one they've done, I'd say. Yeah, Lawrence Cheney's was called Tartan Around, and I never watched it. It's a good pun. Yeah, that's probably the best thing about it. Um, yeah, so it's not really a prize. I'd say it's just a... Uh, say again? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's not Once even they grand the show, they buy. They don't get a grand. If they got yeah. a grand, <laughs> goodbye. That'd be better, wouldn't it? <laughs> that's it. I feel it's just it's an unnecessary commitment in their diary to go film this stupid show for... Mm. A month in LA, um, yeah, I, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's stupid. Um, so, so apparently, not only was there the mysterious eleventh queen who is apparently a sex pest, there was well, also. Hang on, then. Were they on the runway? Where were they stood when they went? Well, well that's. Did you guys we, notice? So. Yes, I think they were directly behind Caramel. God, I think you've they, got eagle eyes they were between. That. I wrote it down here in my notes, but I can't seem to find it. Uh, they, they were seen between Dee Delicious and Kate Butch, I think, in a blonde wig, is what I saw. They were seen. What were they wearing? Uh, I could only see the hair. Was I'm it serving Kavant? Yeah, I'm expecting this whole week on Instagram will be absolute dissection of every scene of this episode and to like sort of like uh, mosaic this queen together from different like uh, we saw her elbow here we saw her left cheek there i know we're not naming she who shall not be famed but what are they what are they doing online like are they because you know like normally the evicted queens whatever would post their looks so they're, they're Are they they would have done the photo shoot presumably. Their their profile is still active, but they haven't posted it since this season aired. Oh, wait, and I apparently from people who I know in the industry say that they have just disappeared off the scene, no one knows where they are. Oh. Um, but again, don't want to get too heavy with As we come towards <laughs> the end of the podcast, let's <laughs> on a sour note. Um, no, I was gonna say but the the win yeah, so, so other than the 11th queen, there was a 12th queen who had to back out last minute due to COVID. So that's likely why no one went home. What, they this cut episode. them out as well? Well, no, they never actually made it to filming. But oh. they've produced the show for 12 queens and they only ends up with 10. So that's why no one went home this episode, I would assume. Oh. Who's going to win? The whole series? Yeah. Are we doing that this early? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I will say I was surprised um, that Vicky won that lip sync, if I'm honest. Just Me too. Was that, who else, who do you think deserved to win the lip sync? No, hang on. You, you, have, to do, you have to direct people. You can't just okay. say cheer. Sorry. How would Wendy Williams do it? <laughs> cheer for death. Um, <laughs> uh, cheer if you thought Caramel should have won. Oh, anyone. Uh, cheer if you thought Vicky should have won. Oh, okay, so, so they think Vicky. There was still only two people cheered, but yeah. one of them was left. <laughs> one was left. Um, yeah, I, I, not because I thought the lip sync was better or worse. I just thought Caramel had a really strong episode. And I think sometimes that comes down to the yeah. editing. I, I really thought she had it in the bag. Well, I just couldn't get over the beef eater outfit. So, I, like, she was safe to me from the go. So that's why I was surprised she won. Right. But to be honest, I spent the whole lip sync just trying to find the 11th green. So I didn't know... Yeah, you weren't I didn't attention. know, like... She could have stood there spitting her leg underneath her nip, but I wouldn't have noticed the I whole mean, time. I mean, they really took a foot out of Caramel because they made her dance to Ooh just a little bit, which is just, she's from Atlanta. She doesn't know what that is. <laughs> like, That's true. She probably was listening to this song like, 
they're pranking me. Like the other queens <laughs> are, like, are, are, are tricking me. Um, I mean, a great lip sync song. I mean, such a good lip sync song. It's yeah. good to see Gina G. Do you know Gina G, like this is what she's done with her Eurovision money. She is now a landlord in London. And like, apparently she's a really bad <laughs> landlord. Landlords, it's yeah. like, who are just a little evict? Like she's apparently, <laughs> I did write that earlier and I've been sat on it for an hour. Apparently she's a terrible landlord, yeah. Wow. Who knew? Who knew? We but can you imagine? You're like, <laughs> who would care if she was terrible? Because you'd be like, it's Gina G. I'm not moving. Well, I suppose how terrible she is. Yeah. <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> uh, but in, in terms of the overall winners, um, right. So, la- right. This is my only. I've got a very thin way of guessing who wins. Right. So I am very fortunate to host Chase Pride, and last year, it, ha- it, it happened like a week before they revealed the Queens, and last year when I hosted it, Danny Beard was on, and they, they were very nice, and they seemed very confident, and then a week later, they were announced to be on Drag Race, and they won. Okay. This year, Vicky Vivacious was on, and she seemed very comfortable. <laughs> a week later, she was announced, so I can only assume She's won. Okay. But that's a very thin thing to go off. Yeah. I, I think she'll go further than Michael. And what I did love that I didn't mention earlier is it was really good to hear about two queens that had been going at it for a long time. Like 15 yeah. years sounds like a long time, but I imagine that is actually a lot of queens' journey. I'm 15 years in comedy and I don't feel I've got anywhere. So to hear other people talking mm. about that hard graft and how we got changed by a barrel. I got changed behind a barrel tonight. I was like... You're talking my story. Um, (laughs) It's nice to hear that and to hear that graft and to hear them say specifically, no, I didn't think anything more was coming for me. And it's nice to see that they've recruited queens that are just working out in Gran Canaria, which is just concrete. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She's not sold me on a Jet 2 holiday. Um, I think Vicky will go further than Michael. I think she'll probably be in the final. Caramel's in the final three. Um, I'm not not sure on a... Third. I'm hoping for, I don't Kate, think I'm hoping for Kate Butch in that final. I am hoping for Kate Butch in the final. I would love to see that. I would love to see that, but I don't know. Beca- just because the only reason that makes me say that is the way that they edited the beginning and every joke she told got a tumbleweed, which made me think, oh, they're editing. For who knows? I'm not a bloody. I'm not. I'm a trying to look at my TV notes. Somebody producer. said they were the Kerry Katona of drag, and I'm wondering, does this mean we'll finally get a Kerry Katona in Snatch Game? Oh. No, I don't think she knows who Kerry Katona is. No, she knows, she knows who Kerry Katona is. She doesn't look like Somebody she's listened knows. to anything. One of them knows who Kerry Katona is. I mean, it would be good, but I mean, you don't really want to think of Kate Butch as a Kerry Katona or a drag, because Kerry Katona is everyone's fifth ma- favourite member of Atomic Kit. <laughs> <laughs> and there's only been four. <laughs> so if you want her in the final, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think it's really in the final. Anyone else that we haven't mentioned you like in the final? Alexis, yeah. I would love to see that, I'm not sure, but yeah. I think Alexis would be like a Christopher Versace kind of run of like really strong runways, still trying to get to know her. I think it will depend who grows the most as well. Like, you know, like we said, like Bank, I said Banksy could really grow. You just said that as well. Alexis could really grow. There's a few there that you could see really grow through the series, and I think that would also get you to the final. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Next week is the sewing challenge. Swing Ginger Johnson's going to win this with her sewing everything on the runway so far. Oh, I just got a really funny thing. I just hit my elbow. Um, <laughs> I, so this is new to me. I <laughs> My last relationship, I wasn't allowed to watch the trailer at the end because my ex didn't like to see things that were going to happen. He also didn't like to sleep with Did just one person. But... Um, <laughs> Don't cut that out. Um, <laughs> so I'm not used to seeing the clip at the end. So I didn't pay any attention because I'm, I was I'm glad told you're free from that torment. <laughs> Talk about chorus of control. <laughs> um, so I didn't really pay. So I did see it. It was a sewing challenge. It was an unusual sewing challenge. Yeah, it could be ginger. But then she might get too caught up in her. Yeah, what I did love it? was. Oh, I am excited to see Caramel say, "I don't owe you anything." Because she yeah, doesn't. What was that about? 
This is what I mean about someone walking into a room and knowing exactly who they are and exactly what they're there for and not giving her. And I think we could all take a slice of that away. Do you know what I mean? I'd like mm. that on a disc. You know, you listen to those things when you go to sleep to help you be mindful. I'd quite like caramel being like, I don't owe you anything. I walk into this room, I own this. She could do one of those. That should be her winning project. Okay. She does a sleep app. I hope she app. doesn't release another tragic dance track like every other True. winner does. I'd like oh to see God, her release that a poor track that Blue Hydrangea won for winning UK vs. the World. Did Blue Hydrangea have an, an American accent today as well? A little bit. A bit, yeah. Yeah. Bit, yeah. She's right. changed for the better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think that's it, Lester. Is anything else you wanted to say? No, I feel like I've said enough. I'm still on my notes. I hope I don't say this much every week. Did we did we miss anything you guys wanted addressed? No? Covered that? Okay. Well, look, I think there's only one way to finish it off, and that's if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love anybody else? Can I get an amen up in here? Amen. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.